Good evening. You're listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted. We're going to come out of the gate hot and heavy, swinging for the fences with some TikTok stars. They received a White House press briefing this week. Stars in like quotes, in air quotes, stars. Well, listen. I've never heard of any of these people. Blue Collar Blacklisted needs some growth. There's one way to get it. The algorithms. Jen Psaki doesn't know about them, but we do. She said so herself. It's in our intro. And so, and I was going to play this anyways, but it just occurred to me if we put these idiots' name in the title. And so that's right. If you found this because you saw this idiot's name in the title, we're not saying nice things about them because they're idiots. Now, we only have 200 characters in the title. So if we put their names in the title, we're not going to have actual content in the title. We can ha- You can use hashtags, right? <laughs> Listen, hashtag boom roasted. We'll figure it out. Maybe we won't do that. But, but it's fine. Okay. Yeah, so uh, public perception of the, the things going, the Americans' involvement in the Ukraine is mixed and not very positive, I suppose. So with millions getting their information, this is on Washington Post, by the way, with millions getting their information about the war from the platform, the administration wants to get its message to top content creators on TikTok. And we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. We're going to run through it. There's three people that made videos, and we're going to dissect them one by one. And first up we have, who is this clown? Couldn't tell you. No well, there should be a name right up there at the very top. Scroll up just a little bit. Well, maybe not. We'll play it. It'll show his name. So I just got off of this a is Zoom Khalil call with Green. the White House about the situation in Ukraine. A number of other content creators on social media and myself were invited to this event, which was on background, meaning that we couldn't record or take pictures, but we can discuss what we learned from it. Now, there was definitely a lot discussed, but in this video, I'm going to go over the specific question that I got to ask, the answer to it. Okay, it's enough of this idiot. I've had enough of him. (laughs) Uh, Because anything he says is irrelevant, because he just said they're only allowed to talk about the things they were told. So, by definition, propaganda. Yeah. And I I really can't stand the way the millennials talk. Yeah, he's so informative. Yeah. And and he, he pales in comparison to the other two, so we cheated and, and did a little bit of a preview. So uh, on Thursday afternoon, 30 TikTok quote-unquote stars gathered on a Zoom call to receive... I thought they went to the White House. Oh, maybe some did and some did not. Call to receive key information about the war unfolding in Ukraine. National Security Council staffers and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki briefed the influencers about the United States' strategic goals in the region and answered questions on distributing aid to Ukrainians working with NATO and how the United States would react to Russian use of nuclear weapons. As the crisis in Ukraine has escalated, millions have turned to TikTok for information on what is going there, happening there in real time. TikTok videos offer some of the first glimpses of the Russian invasion. Okay, TikTok. Man, dude, this makes my head hurt. This is, is that true, though? Are millions of people turning to TikTok for their news? I know not. I don't know, dude. I know a lot of people in our age range that love TikTok. Really? It, yes. It's mostly women like TikTok, yeah. I think. And it's and the it's the Chinese owned. Yes, absolutely yeah. it is. Yes, okay. Yeah, for sure. TikTok. And dude, you know, a lot of disinformation, like true actual disinformation is spread over TikTok because we had a Chinese general, for those that don't know, call the show and mocked Americans for being fat, stupid, lazy, and transsexuals. And they were kind of manipulating American America psychologically via TikTok. Yeah, it's real. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It it should be in the I don't know, it's in the mid thirty episodes. Yeah, because I had to edit a bunch of stuff off of there. That he said. Yeah. Yeah, he was crazy, it that was guy. Not good stuff. 
Yeah, he was a nut bar. And you can see it in the description, so look in the round of the, if you haven't heard it. <clears throat> yeah, because there was a bunch of stuff in the background. There was, like, chickens clucking in the background and, like, dogs barking and stuff in the background when he was talking. Sounded like he was, you know, like a, I don't know, Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, so, like, you heard cats meowing and dogs? Dogs okay, barking. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Here is the next TikTok, TikTok star. Shooting star or still hanging? And look, what is the Sesame Street character with, like, the, the different color? Is it Bert and Ernie, one with, like, the big weird ass, like, nose? I know one of them's got, like, a unibrow. That might be him, but the okay. nose is also, like, this guy has that nose, this uh, this little creep here. And and the thing is, too, these these are, like, babies. These are, like, 19, 18, 19-year-old 19 kids. Yeah. I'm going to give you some information. You can kiss my ass. Yeah, because this guy's been around long enough to know what's going on. He's been around so long and knows what's going on that he has to have Jen Psaki tell him what's going on. Seems legit. Let's hit it. Hey, folks. So I just had the pleasure of joining a White House briefing with a Did senior official. That? From- <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I just got to say, I just got to say, because everybody listens asking the same thing. Yes, that's a male. And no, his balls have apparently not dropped. Okay. He's, that's he's a prepubescent male. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's just hard for me to believe that people actually go to this place for news. I mean, like, honestly, anything I've ever seen from TikTok is a complete load of nonsense. I mean, like, TikTok keeps us in this week in idiot, yes. cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, Democrat, nut job, wacko. That's true. That is very true. That keeps that and, segment and, going. And, and for that, we are thankful. Like, I can't lie. And so I'm sure at one point or another, I mean, maybe – Maybe not in the past, but probably in the future, this guy right here will will probably make it into that segment. Oh, if we went through his videos, he'd be in the segment. I, I can let's look at him. <laughs> I mean, dude, all we have to do is go through about two more of his videos, and you can hear him. Yeah, that guy sounds like he has a clothespin on his balls. Yes. You know, like something happens to your, you know, and you, ah, yeah. like typically in the movies, like you get kicked in the junk, and they have they sing the high note. Think something happened. Yeah, that's why. Why do they call it junk? <laughs> but it's it's like, always, why do you call it junk? It's not junk, man. <laughs> it's jewels and it's a reproductive organ. Why whoa, do you whoa, call whoa, it junk? Hold the phone. You think this guy? No, that is. He's not going to use that organ for reproduction. He's not. Right. Well, but we do. Well, I didn't say my junk. I said his junk. No, you said when you get kicked in the junk. Well, I was pointing at uh, Rex when I said that. Yeah, but it's like. Why do people call it junk? I don't know. That's like if you had gold stashed, buried in the ground, or stashed in your safe, would you call gold junk? Well, it's subjective. Do you think that uh, Hunter Biden is, is his jewels? No, it's junk. And it put, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's junk. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, you know. he smokes junk. And he's, All right, well, yeah. you got me there. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. All right. Continuing on with Par- whatever Parnell, whatever his name was, Aaron Parnas. I'm sorry, Aaron Parnas. Emphasis on the ass, Parnas. Significant breaking news because of sanctions. We are seeing the end of. De- hey, folks. So I just had the pleasure of joining a White House briefing with a senior official from the National Security Council, and I want to talk to you about what America is doing to help Ukraine because it's important to spread accurate information here. 
And I, I agree. Just say, as someone who has family in Ukraine, Boy, I am very grateful for what America has done thus far. Let us know. So first off, the United States has provided a significant amount of militaristic as well as humanitarian Okay, I think I'm done with him Ukraine. too, if anybody has any objections. <laughs> no, he's not saying, for the people that are listening, he, he wasn't going to say anything important. I've got somebody saying important stuff later on in the show. We don't want to waste time on him. When I look at him, I think one thing. <laughs> Dude, you have a huge schnoz. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and, and if spreading accurate information is important, again, when we get to the story, the, the one of the bigger stories of the week is that the not that this is news to anybody with a brain. The New York Times admitted that the the uh, Hunter laptop was real, and they didn't. But they they didn't retract that, so they're not going to correct their own misinformation. I digress. This is the third guy on TikTok that is telling you what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah, and I, I don't know if his whole shtick of him like dar, 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 is supposed to be funny. And uh, again, maybe we'll get some hate mail. Yeah, uh, or. Better yet, you could call in. If you don't like us talking about this dork, it's 561-363-6060, and we'll be here. What, when will we be here again? We're here Today's almost day. every day now. Yeah, so call anytime, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, if you want to be on the recording. If you want to defend Parnass, the other guy, Khalil, I think that was his name, Yeah, and this dork. That's a wannabe Here Zach are the three most important Marcus bits of the White D. House Paola. briefing that me and a bunch of other creators just attended. First, if Russia uses chemical, biological, or nuclear weapons in Ukraine, Dude, the United already. States <laughs> will take escalatory steps. We don't know exactly what that means, but it won't be good for Russia. Second, Russian troops are not happy with their own invasion, and it's really impacting Russia's ability to make blinked, progress in this it. war. Third, Russia is not going to win in Ukraine. Things have gone so badly for them that it's just not possible anymore. Nice. Oh, God. You can see who he's reading. What was his name again? Marcus. Marcus yeah. Dip. Areola. <laughs> That's what it says. I added an R, though. Yeah. So, boom, accurate information. No miss, dis, and malinformation here. So that's where your uh, young people are getting, and that's all it is. They're trying Breaking to brainwash these younger people. So I, you know that, but that's the White House's angle. That's their, uh, that's what they're doing. I really should have filed that under our other segment. The adults are back in charge, nah, but I didn't because I wanted to segue into. Uh, this is on uh, BizPack Review, and the headline is: XDHS boss agrees with poll showing most Democrats would not stay and fight if America was invaded. To the shock of zero people. A majority of Democrats think so little of America that they cut, they would cut and run if the nation was invaded. At least that's the opinion, opinion I'm sorry, expressed by a former top government official whose remarks were supported by a recent poll that should be an eye opener. Well, I got news. When you cut and run, wherever you head to, stay there. Because yeah. <laughs> you're not getting back in. Chad Wolf, who was the acting Secretary of Homeland Security during the Trump administration, appeared on Fox News where he discussed the crisis in Ukraine as well as the anti-Americanism of the political left, a sentiment so strong that most do not believe that America is worth defending. During his appearance on the latest edition of Lawrence Jones' Cross Country, Wolf referenced the shocking poll from Quinnipiac University that only 40% of Democrats would take up arms to defend their own country. 40% of Democrats don't own arms. <clears throat> against an invading foreign enemy, as embattled Ukrainians have done to protect their homeland from Vladimir Putin's military forces. After discussing the disastrous foreign policy of President Joe Biden, notably the, the abandonment of over $80 billion in military equipment in Afghanistan that fell into the hands of the Taliban that could have been sent to Ukraine well before Putin's tanks roared across the border, Jones asked the former DHS secretary for his reaction to the embarrassing poll. 
I want to get your reaction to another poll right here because I found it very interesting, Jones said. Showed that the majority of Americans would fight back and arm themselves, stay and fight if you know America was invaded like the Ukrainian people. But when you break it down by party, this got me. 68% of the GOP said that they would stay and fight, but only 40% of Democrats said that they would fight. Are you surprised by that, Mr. Secretary? Wolf replied, well, I am. I'm not surprised by by that first number. I think the vast majority of Americans would stay and fight. But when you break it down along party lines, I agree with you that the majority of Democrats would not stay and fight. And I think what this tells you is they don't believe America is worth defending at the end of the day. These are individuals, many of them that condemn America, believed it was conceived in sin. They don't fight for our history. They don't want to defend our heritage. They don't want to defend our workers. And they don't want to defend our borders at the end of the day. So unfortunately, when you think about it in that way, I guess the poll is not surprising. But it should be. It should wake up a lot of folks. Jones responded, we're in deep trouble if that's the case. Uh, Democrats can't fight anyway, so, I mean, it'd be useless. I mean, they can't. But the thing is, like, they they said 40% of Democrats would, would stay and fight, which the other 60%, like, all of if you're a Democrat, you're basically a communist anyway. Yes. So if Russia came over here, you would be, fight I mean, it them. sounds like you would be elated. Like, yeah. well, finally, communists in charge. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, you, <laughs> sure, I'm glad the commies invaded. Yeah, like, you would turn on us, even though they yeah. don't want your queer ass. Yes. So that would be that. No, maybe seriously. I, I mean, I get it. They yeah. don't. You think you want communism? The, all the people preaching communism, at least in the younger generations, are all about this weird sexual nonsense, homosexuality and bestiality, whatever. They don't I'm know real to, communism. That's the thing. Well, that's what I'm not. trying to think. Like, all of you people <laughs> want communism, or so you say. Like the Democrats, comrade. are <laughs> comrades. So you you want communism, and you preach it, and you you're trying to install it over here. And yet, Putin's communism, like his 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 version's bad. Yeah, his particular yeah. version of communism is is bad. We're supposed to believe so. Like, which is it? Is is it good or is it bad? Because, I mean, yeah. you you guys want communism, so you say. So if he came over here and invaded, I they mean, they would join him. Yeah, for yeah, sure. They would like it. And oh then, yeah, you guys would be toting around a red star, hammer and sickle and all. Like, oh yeah, China too. Chinese general, he'd be here. Make them cut off their PPs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying. He may already be here. That's true. This is Blue Collar Blacklisted. Uh, real quick, this is Quick Word with Rex about Blue Collar Blacklisted podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, what we wanted to say is if you like our podcast, we want you to go ahead and like it, share it, subscribe it. And if you don't, go ahead and like it. Hit the like button. Share it. Subscribe to it. Tell your friends. Damn. Damn. <laughs> If you love it, do the same. <laughs> Tell your buddies about it. <laughs> Even if you hate it. Tell your mammy. <laughs> Tell your mammy and your pappy. Get them subscribed. <laughs> go and get, go and get them subscribed now. <laughs> Info at bcblpodcast.com. He wrote it down. I did. I'm so smart. I got a gold star. Where's the intro? Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information.
is right, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden's infamous laptop confirmed a New York Times report. We're on the New York Post. The people that originally broke the story, which was called misinformation. This is one of the things that can massively be filed under election interference, election fraud, um, election rigging. Remember, Kaylee McEnany, everybody that tried to post this story, they, they were blackballed. They were blacklisted. You couldn't, they got banned from Twitter. You, they, Facebook, they wouldn't let you share the story. It was misinformation. A comprehensive report about the ongoing federal probe into Hunter Biden tax filing published by the New York Times on Wednesday night confirmed the existence of the first son's infamous laptop. In October of 2020, the Post exclusively reported on the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop that he ditched at a Delaware repair shop in 2019. The laptop's hard drive contained a trove of emails, text messages, photos, of all kinds of good things. And so those text messages, mind you, had things about, and pictures, had dialogue talking about uh, sexual improprieties with his niece, so his dead brother's daughter, and there was photos with him. He, he talked about being naked around them, and I want to say there was a photo of him shirtless in the bed with that niece, I think is how it went. I mean, is anybody going to argue that this guy wouldn't do that? Financial documents between Hunter Biden, his family, and business associates detailing how the president's son used his political leverage in his overseas business dealings. The repair shop owner repaired the laptop, reported the laptop to the FBI, which seized the device and its hard drive as part of their investigation into Hunter Biden. The Times reports federal prosecutors have looked into the emails between the first son and his former business associate that were recovered from the laptop. Now, stop right there. Look at the picture of this guy. This guy. Notice his right eye is is like the actual what what would you call the colored part of your eyes? Is that considered part of the pupil or is the pupil the part the black part? No, I think it's the iris. The iris. Do you notice it's 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 uh what is that like a blood? What would you call that? Like it's like really it's know. ruptured. It's blood. Yeah. That's blood. And one is that eye. Something that's in every picture. Is that something hereditary or is that? No, it's not. Every picture is definitely not like that. It's not. But so so let's break this down though. Like. His teeth, number one, like they're all discolored, but then you got that massive discoloration over here. And I think, I don't know if this is post, this must be post teeth fix because they were really, really rotten. Yeah. But you would think with the money they have, they could do a better job than this. His teeth look terrible. I'm a tooth snob, by the way. My teeth are great. They've always been that way. <laughs> I've never had braces or anything. What? I've never paid a lot of money to have nice teeth. I did pay money to have nice teeth, and this idiot should too. He's got more money, way more money than I do. And so anyway, also his his eyes. Correct me if I'm wrong, dude. They're cattywampus. Like they're not aligned. That's what happens when you spend crazy money on crack. Sure. Yeah. But his eyes aren't lined up. Correct. Yeah. His teeth are discolored. His mouth, look, and who smiles like this part's the right side is curved up, like at the edge. You know who smiles like that? Pelosi smiles like that. That's true. That's true. You got me. Somebody that suffered a stroke smiles like that. Yes. So that means he and Pelosi are smoking crack together. It's it's definitely possible. Although I think that she just has copious amounts of hard liquor is what I think she likes to do. I think she's all wino. Well, that and she's obviously mentally. Just gone. She's checked out. We'll have her up later. We'll prove it. She's right, stopping well, by the studio? She might. 
Okay. Uh, I, I can't do her voice. I probably could if I tried. Some of the scrutinized correspondence was between Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, who had served with the first son on the board of Ukraine energy company Burisma, the report said. Archer, who was sentenced last month in an unrelated fraud case, has cooperated completely with the feds in their probe into Hunter Biden, the Post has reported. According to the Times, the emails between Hunter Biden, Archer, and others regarding their international business activity came from files the publication obtained that appears to have come from a laptop abandoned by Mr. Biden in a Delaware repair shop. People familiar with the emails investigation confirmed their authenticity to the Times. Boom! Roasted, you little bastard. The laptop <laughs> confirmation was included in the Times report that was also revealed how Hunter Biden paid off a tax liability of over $1 million a year after he announced he was under investigation for defrauding the IRS. Hunter Biden has been under investigation for failing to pay his taxes since his father was vice president, but the inquiry broadened in 2018 to look into how his international business dealings intersected with President Biden's political career. And for anybody that, that may not know, which... I doubt anybody listening to this does not. They completely intertwined. They're one and the same. The big guy has got to get his 10% always. Have you heard about the harassment that that laptop owner's yes. shop has gotten? Yeah. And he's gotten, he had to move out west. Yeah. Well, God bless that guy. And he's in the process of filing bankruptcy right now. Well, somebody should make a gifts and go for that guy. Well, actually, he should probably do it for himself. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, there's that. Again, to the, to the shock of nobody listening to this show, but this wench was asked about it multiple times, and if you ever want... This is the beautiful thing about this. I love it. You know, remember when she baked cookies for the press pool? When she first... Jen Psaki first yeah. got in there. She, she made cookies. Everybody's laughing. They're yucking it up. It's a great time. The, again, the, I, I, I got to keep saying it. The adults are back in charge. Well, those days are becoming more and more less frequent. So let's uh, let's check this out. This is from this week. One more. Um, the New York Times has authenticated emails that appear to have come from a laptop abandoned by Hunter Biden in Delaware. Um, the president previously said that the New York Post story about this was a bunch of garbage and that it was a Russian plant. Does he stand by that assessment? I've pointed the Department of Justice and also to Hunter Biden's representatives. He doesn't work in the government. One more. Um, yeah. oh. she, she's really not liking that. Oh, you want to go ahead and walk that back? Yeah, dude. And that's this is one thing that, I, like, when they first illegally assumed the office and, you know, she's circle back, circle, like, it, I like where we're at right now with this. This is beautiful, dude. Not so smarmy now, are you? Yeah. Hit the next one. You guys were all too willing to talk about how much disinformation it was and it was a Russian plant and everything else, but when it's authenticated... You don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you need to, Which, refer, even, you need to refer to somebody else other than who you're talking to right now. The the big guy in the debates... You know, he said the same thing, which it was funny to watch his demeanor during the debates when Trump would bring this up. Of course, the media wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole at that time either, so the moderator would continually try to shut Trump down when he would discuss this topic. And even uh, Joe Biden had said that, oh, that's some fake stuff between him and his friend Rudy. The only person that believes it is his friend Rudy Giuliani. And again, these keep in mind, the media the entire time, everybody... Look, dude, you have pictures of this dude buck naked with prostitutes smoking crack talking about Russians stealing a different laptop. Everyone, 
Everybody knew that this was Hunter Biden's laptop, bar none. And that's why Twitter and everybody shut it down. Like, they could not afford at that time for that to get out. So that tactics like that in conjunction with straight-up election fraud is what is what won him the election. And so, and not only that, was Facebook was suppressing that while putting, drop paying counties to put their drop boxes in and then inf- influence the elections themselves and have their own workers involved in elections where they were donating these large sums of money. It was very, very terrible. We've talked about that in the past on our earlier shows. But <clears throat> it's just amazing Trump's track record of being that, right. That guy's yeah. very, very oh, yeah. rarely wrong. And I think I've been pretty adamant about it on the show. Again, I used to say it a lot more frequently at the, in the beginning, but all the things, you know, everything that he says, given enough time, and it's not because, it's not that I think Donald Trump is like crazy intelligent by any means. It's, it's common sense. This is basic stuff. All he's doing is pointing to your corruption that everybody knows exists. They might not know specifics. He does. And it always, it, it comes true every time, but you don't have to know anything or be well connected you can that picture we just showed of hunter biden you can look at this dude and tell he's a complete nut bar drug addict sack of crap so these people when you're talking about him at these energy companies and everything else they want the political influence that they paid for they they're inconvenienced by him she's inconvenienced by him and the text messages between him and his family members indicate that he knows his family is grotesquely and massively inconvenienced by his drug addiction and his idiocy and it and his crookedness, which, well, I take that back. The Because the, I think it's Jim Biden, which is Joe Biden's brother, who was involved in a lot of this. There's text messages between them all. And so corruption, like I've said before, is synonymous with the Biden name. So maybe they weren't inconvenienced with the corruption. They were inconvenienced by his inability to control his drug problem while trying to do all these things. Like, dude, you're making it difficult for our criminal enterprise to operate efficiently with your drug addiction. You got to freaking stop, you jackass. Like, you're embarrassing everybody. You're going to blow our cover. Not that they really had cover. Everybody knew they're crooks. But and not, not only that, when you've got Joe Biden talking like he was on that clip last week in front of people about how they basically extorted the Ukrainian government to fire that prosecutor, you're no better. You're all a bunch of... You're not good crooks. That's the problem. The, me- the only reason you haven't been caught by now is because the media is in your pocket. And that's, that's that. But I'm rambling. This is the next clip of Jen Psaki getting frustrated. And this is a little bit longer one. It's good, too. I've got a quick clarification and then two questions about presidential conflicts of interest in foreign affairs. Uh, the first brief clarification is uh, the New York Times reported this week that the first son remains under criminal investigation. Does the president still intend to stay out of that case? Yes, it's the Department of Justice, and I'll point you to them. And uh, my two questions about conflicts of interest in foreign affairs. First, I have a question about Russia, and then one about China. Um, On Russia, uh, you told me last year that you were unfamiliar with the Senate report that alleged that the first son, or a company linked to the first son, received $3.5 million from the richest woman in Russia. Uh, Subsequent reporting indicates that President Biden, when he was vice president, had a dinner in Georgetown with the same woman in 2015. Um, This uh, Yelena she has not been sanctioned yet by the U.S government. How is President Biden navigating conflicts of interest when it comes to uh, sanctioning people who have done business with his family? And can you explain to us can, what can you pause that for a second? Million dollars was for? I don't have any conference. That That's almost worth playing over again, but you heard what what that, so that's the woman that gave him, th- let's say, three and a half million. Yeah. And then she had dinner with Joe Biden. Of course, Joe Biden has no idea who this woman is, right? Yeah. And did you see the frustration on the press secretary's face, dude? You dirty little rat shill. How do you, how do you spin out of this? You don't like she's just not going to touch it. And 
it's understood, like you realize this, the reporter, which he's from the New York Post, he knows she's lying. She knows she's lying, and she also knows that he knows she's lying. She knows all about it, dude, you stupid. Beep. <laughs> ah, all right, hit it. Confirmation of the accuracy of that report, so I have no more further details. About the conflicts of interest, though, how he's navigating those when deciding sanctions. What would be his conflicts of interest? Uh, well, the son's company allegedly got $3.5 million. From which I have no confirmation of, and he has continued to sanction oligarchs more than we've ever sanctioned in the past, so I'm not sure that's a conflict of interest. No, Go ahead. No. Thank you. Go ahead. I have a question about Russia now. I think we're moving on because we got to get some more people. No. Go ahead. My, my, Go ahead. My, question, my question about. The conflict of interest when it comes to China is last year the first son's attorney said that he divested from a Chinese investment fund controlled by Chinese state-owned entities. Uh, we have received not even basic transparency about who bought out his stake, when this happened, and how much money changed hands. Did he actually divest? And if so, can you agree He's to basic He's a private citizen. He doesn't work for the government. I'd point you to his representatives. Thank you. His role as I think we're done here. China. Thank you very much. Yeah, dude, and God bless that guy. One, you, We got a real journalist in the room, people, gang, way. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was beautiful bean footage right there, dude. For people that don't know, that's the ba Bush's Baked Beans yeah. commercial yeah. for you younger folks. Roll that beautiful bean footage. That was phenomenal. And I love the way she broke yeah. eye contact, overlooked him. Like, And that's the thing, your mannerisms and your tactics are childish, they're predictable, and they're just indicative of your of your complete inability to number one not do this job well when they're not you know when you're not baking them cookies yes. and y'all ain't playing your little stupid games and just doing the dog and pony show you can't handle you are not no. built for this because you're not built to tell the truth and you don't have it's just like everybody else you don't have experience speaking the truth and talking about the truth and doing real work you're a propagandist and when a propagandist gets confronted by the truth dude i gotta spend my way out of this dude and not only that look did you see how physically pained she looked at those questions and then when she did that to him and tried to go over him he continued to talk turned around yes. to the person gave that person yeah the, the other hand. journalist that, yeah, yeah and, well and, no no you can't call that person a journalist that he was trying yeah. but turned around gave them the hand and continued to yeah which, but it's almost as if he was asking for almost like an ass, but hey, whoa, 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 hold yeah. on, hold on, like uh -huh. give, me, give me a second here. Yeah. And look at the, the difference between the way they treated Trump's press secretaries and like, so now you get a little bit of adversity and you, you certainly don't like it. And he's, yeah. he's the bad guy, which one thing that, that McEnany wasn't known for shying away from that confrontation. She was very, very good at it. And this woman's not. You ain't built for this. No. No, she's absolutely not. When she gets in a room with somebody asking real questions and not pitching softballs, yes. which is, I mean, which is what they're used to. Yeah. So, but and we've talked about it before. I mean, when you when you got the truth on your side, it's it's really pretty right. easy to to answer questions. You don't have to spin your way out of it. It just it just comes naturally. And I remember when they they first took over. I think, what are you going to repaint Air Force One? Like it was just these stupid idiot questions. Yeah. Like, hey, it's the adults are back in charge. It's all sunshine and flowers. It's all good. Yes. Yeah. And you, the thing <laughs> and is, that's, the, and they did it with Obama too. I remember one uh, one session uh, in particular where they said uh, they asked him what was uh, what was magical or what was enchanting about you know being being president. But it was what you, what are you talking about? Like this. What what is what enchants you? You know, is is about being president. But those are the kind of questions 
that this idiot got. So this week in the Ukraine coverage, we don't have a lot because I'm going to let somebody else do it for us. But I thought this was so rich, and this is on Fox News. Teachers Union President misspells Ukraine on Twitter after posing with upside-down Ukrainian flag. The nation's largest union was involved in its third factually incorrect tweet of the week on Wednesday when the president of the American Federation of Teachers incorrectly spelled Ukraine. Again, this is just one of many, many, many reasons to maybe not send your kid to public schools. These people are idiots. We stand with (laughs) Ukraini. American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten tweeted on Wednesday morning before deleting the tweet shortly thereafter. Hashtag stand with Ukraini. Ukraini, right? The way, yeah, it would be a long sure. e with that, that okay. way. Ukri- Ukraini, that's at least listen. Don't listen to him. He went to public school. You don't know. And I went to the worst one in this town too. <laughs> like it's notorious. It's really bad. Their their auto mechanics program was supposed to be really good, and then it was not that good. So is that why you're a auto mechanic now? Yes, that's that's why you're not that's so good of an auto mechanic. <laughs> What was that reversal? Did you laugh at that? Who fixed your car? The spelling mistake came as the AFT was slammed on social media for promoting a tweet where the Ukrainian flag was depicted upside down in a post that was also deleted. The AFT? Is that what Joe Biden refers to the ATF? (laughs) This is beautiful. This is so rich, dude. You're going to laugh when you see this. AFT president and vice president stand with Ukraine, the American... Federation of Teachers Twitter account posted on Tuesdays. A tweet included a photo of Weingarten and DeJesus holding a poster supporting Ukraine. Now, Ukraine's flag features blue on, t- on top of yellow, symbolizing the blue sky over a bountiful field. So the bountiful field would be yellow. It really should be green if you're a Biden because that's how the bo- that's the bounty that they <laughs> found in Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. was not, well, you made gold, man, whatever. <clears throat> However, in the photo posted by the union, the color yellow was above the color blue. And this also wasn't just a simple thing of them holding it upside down because it's printed with the font uh, yeah. of opposing color. So it was yes. printed upside down. Because and, even the people that printed it, like yes. you, you've known all about the Ukrainian flag for all of a week. Oh, so that's so, going to get me to one of my points is that... It's just rem- pure ignorance. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a, a, a Stanley rant in just a second. According to Republican operative Matt Whitlock, the AFL-CIO also posted a tweet that photoshopped the Ukraine flag posters held by members of its executive council after they were called out for holding them upside down. That tweet was eventually deleted. There it is. And it's not even photoshopped good. Is that not one of the... That's pure comedy freaking gold. Oh, gosh. Yes. Boy, they did, didn't they? They yeah. hacked that... Yeah, they That's more cringy right than like a Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> Remember when Ben Stiller was like trying to... What was that? Uh, the one where he's trying to pee and got his... He peed all over the place and the zipper broke and I can't remember. It was, I don't know. It was really cringy. I know yeah, that. Yeah, they're all not the same. It was... What What was the one? Uh, was something about Mary. That's the one. That's oh. a cringy movie. This is cringier than that. But the thing... Oh, speaking of cringe, there's Michael Scott saying he's cringy too. Anyway, the thing with this though, it reminds me of... Like when COVID came around, two weeks to slow the spread. So people transposed over their social media profiles of the uh, text, stay at home, save lives. Because that's what they told them. Stay at home, save lives, Rex. Stay at home, save lives. They just repeat it. Yes. There was no election fraud. That's why everybody got so mad because they were talking about the uh, people just basically being NPCs. Yes. Um. Like you're you're just programmed. You're just like you're you're people that run into in the background, and 
in, in the background of a program. Non-playable character. Yes, and you just walk around and you bump into a building and then you turn and then you you walk until you bump into something else and you just repeat whatever it is that yeah. they've programmed you that it's, they've programmed into you. And it's crazy so. though because this is being a this is actually affecting people that that should know better. But likewise with this, like you know Donald Trump's tweets like cuz that's something else that I've heard Republicans say oh people didn't like his tweets like where did you see his tweets? Are you on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. Never been on there. And so, oh, well, people didn't like the way he tweets because CNN's talking about his tweets. Leftist media is talking about his tweets. Nobody with a brain really gives a crap about his tweets except people trying to politically slander him. We don't like Donald Trump's tweets. Like, you yeah, name or, it. Orange man bad. Yeah, like, stand with Ukraine. I stand with Ukraine. <laughs> like, it's, it's... And the whole thing is, like, yeah. when you... Like, my, my, my brother takes uh, jujitsu classes, okay? So he said a guy shows up with a new rash guard the other day. This is this is just asinine. He says on one sleeve it's got like the uh, the ace playing card. Guess what it said by the ace playing card? It's the ghost of Kiev. The other sleeve. Hold on, it gets better. The other sleeve says uh, Russian warship fu or whatever it was. Oh, go f yourself. Which that story was also false. Those people did not die on that island that said that. They surrendered, <laughs> no, by surrendered, the way. Yes. So that was yet another lie of the, the entire compilation of lies from that week when people were starting to stand with Ukraine on the false pretenses that these were, were real stories. Let me say that again that these were false pretenses that these were real stories. But you know, people were, were, were uh, signing on because of these fake stories. And then, uh, of course, it's got the Ukrainian flag. I stand with Ukraine. Is, but like th- these, this is the sleeves. This is all fake stuff. Like, <laughs> where did you buy that? And well, that guy taking Brazilian jujitsu is probably fake too. He probably don't know what the heck he's doing either. That's yeah. probably true. And my brother will never be mad about this because he'll never listen <laughs> to our show. <laughs> yeah. So him and that guy can go screw themselves. So anyway, uh, yeah. It's just it's crazy to me though that that how lockstep people are like, so I had a, a, another debate yet again with the same person over the Zelensky guy, which you, you know what? Maybe we need to have the same person call in. Maybe we should. You hear that, that person. <laughs> so anyway, and that person knows who they are, don't they? Oh yes. That person does know. So anyway, I'm not going to talk about it because there's so many issues coming out with this and we could spend as much time as we did last week trying to break down this systematically. So I kind of debated on on playing this or not because it's a long video. It's 10 minutes. But this woman is a bona fide journalist with uh, plenty of accolades. She was a correspondent that's been in multiple theaters of war. She's worked for CNN, NBC, CBS. She's worked for a ton of networks. She's worked for Fox. She's worked for everybody. And so we're just going to get her take on it. And then we'll discuss it briefly after that. And if there's anything you got questions about, I've looked at most of the stuff that she's talking about. It, it all seems mostly legitimate to me. So we'll uh, roll that here in a second here. Okay. Apparently she's not quite ready yet. Uh, let, let's here. keep it going. I'm then. ready. Can you hear me? 
Oh, there, oh, she there is. you are. We got her. Oh, well, it's so great. We didn't see you pop up right away. Laura, uh, great to have you this morning. I wanted to start with this breaking news overnight uh, that uh, it appears, and there you are. You popped up for us. It's so great to see you. Um, the Daily Mail has a very interesting story that's saying uh, that Vladimir Putin essentially may be running out of bullets, that he might have a week and a half, two weeks max. He's losing warplanes, tanks, all the rest of it. He obviously went into this thinking he was going to bulldoze his way through Ukraine. He's obviously caused a lot of destruction. Don't want to minimize the fact there's over two million refugees. But this has not gone as well as Vladimir Putin expected. I don't buy it for a second, Ed, I'll be honest with you. I really think that um, there's so much misinformation. We've never really seen anything like it. I mean, I've been covering wars now for 35 years, and I have never seen people with their nails done in the Ukrainian flag, right? I mean, we're being corralled into this box where we either have to hate Vladimir Putin and believe everything evil that's said about him and love Ukraine, and there's no in-between. And that reminds me a lot of you're either, you know, um, a white supremacist or you go with the Democrat narrative on everything under the sun. So um, Vladimir Putin knew exactly what he was doing when he went into Ukraine. The Russian military isn't perfect. They, for example, I've spoken to multiple defense specialists and intelligence specialists, from a defense intelligence agency who studied the Russian military for years. They do have a difficulty mounting complex air operations because they do very little um, training hours in comparison to, for example, the United States um, air assets, right, our fighter jet pilots. But Russia um, is not struggling. Uh, what Russia has done from the very beginning has been very strategic. They didn't go straight to Kiev. They went to all those uh, bioweapons laboratories that are scattered all over the country. Some of them they built, so they know where they mm -hmm. are. They've known where they are since the Soviet Union, because under the Defense Threat Reduction Program, um, we went in after the fall of the Soviet Union and supposedly turned those facilities in from bioweapons labs into public health labs. Although, um, you know, these days it's hard to believe anything that our leaders tell us because they've lied about COVID, they lied about Russia collusion, they lied about U the Ukraine impeachment trial, and there's so much more going on in Ukraine that nobody is talking about. You see such dishonesty when it comes to the history of Ukraine. You see dishonesty when it comes to the Azov Battalion, which is funded by the U.S. and NATO. I mean, you can find pictures of them online holding up the NATO flag and the swastika at the same time. Their own emblem mm -hmm. contains the black sun of the occult, which was a Nazi SS emblem. And it also contains the sideways, you know, uh, lightning insignia of the SS. I mean, this is on... Throughout the Ukrainian military, you can see that black sign of the occult on their um, body armor, even on the female soldiers who are paraded in front of the world as being, you know, such an example of Ukraine's um, independence and spirit and nobility. Even they are wearing the black sign of the occult. And, you know, we want the White House wants you to believe, well, this doesn't matter. It's just a small number of troops. It's not true. The Azov Battalion has been murdering its way through eastern Ukraine. Yeah. We don't want to admit this. This was why Crimea voted for independence. This is why Crimea talking... wanted to be with Russia. Because sure. we in the media, in the Western media and in the West, won't acknowledge the reality of what's gone on. Western Ukraine backed the Nazis. It was a headquarters for the Nazi SS. The CIA under Alan Dulles yeah. actually gave immunity from prosecution to the Nazis of Ukraine hmm. from the Nuremberg trials. So um, there's a long history of the United States and our intelligence agencies 
funding and arming Nazis in Ukraine. These are not like new neo-Nazi groups that sprung up. These are the actual Nazis from the Second World War, who, if you go back to the Nuremberg trials, said that they were planning for a thousand-year Reich. And so you have to really wonder, as you look at this, when you know that the CIA sponsored the color revolution in Ukraine in 2013 and 14, that they selected Ukraine's leaders, go to the um, go to Victoria Newland's leaked phone conversation, where she and the U.S. ambassador are deciding who can lead Ukraine. I mean, there's just as much right. interference here as you could possibly imagine before right. you and even Laura. get to Hunter Biden, Nancy Pelosi, John Kerry, mm-hmm. and Mitt Romney, and all of their children who are employed, who earn millions from Ukrainian you are gas pointing, companies. Yeah, you are pointing, pardon me, to a real credibility crisis for our leaders. I don't know, let Karen Turk jump in. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up the fact that President Zelensky is Jewish, and I don't know exactly how this factors in, but there's some very interesting points in what you're saying. and. Looking at this, you know, you could think it's political theatrics. You, you know, made a very good point at the beginning that you think that Putin is con- in control. And I actually want to place something that Jen Psaki said because it seems that the White House is actually echoing that sentiment. Watch this. Well, the end game is really a question for President Putin. We have, we have completely crushed his economy. Uh, we have provided military assistance, humanitarian assistance to the Ukrainians, enabling them to fight back for far longer uh, than the Russian leadership uh, anticipated. Uh, and again, he has to uh, he has to determine what the path forward looks for like for him. Thanks, everyone. He's determining what this looks like. And I think that's a lot of what you said, Laura. I'd love to get your thoughts on that, what you just watched. What troubles me about the moment that we're in is that we have such a selective and a narrow reading of history. You know, President Zelensky may be Jewish, but he's not the only one in this who suffered during the Second World War, whose ancestors suffered, right? I mean, look at Putin. How many relatives did he lose in the siege of St. Petersburg? People don't know their history. They don't know what made Vladimir Putin. And I'm not a defend, you know, I'm not defending him. I don't need to defend Vladimir Putin. Putin. My job as a journalist is to try to understand what is the truth here. I don't like being lied to. And we're being lied to on an epic scale. When we're told your only choice is you have to be 100% with Zelensky, who's a puppet, who you can find on the internet in black stilettos and leather pants, you know, with shirtless, doing a spoof, dancing with the stars kind of entertainment video. That's a mock of a Ukrainian group that does this kind of satanic, occult type of uh, music video. And I mean, Zelensky was selected, like so many of our leaders. And honestly, with, with big tech and with election fraud these days, we don't know how many leaders all around the world have been yeah. selected for us and weren't actually voted in. But what we do know is that there are increasing problems with technology and the digitization of our world. Because look at what's happening with COVID. Look at what has happened globally. We are fighting the same battles all over the world. To pretend that this war is about Russia and Ukraine is a just a barefaced lie. Yeah. If Putin has been warning for 15 years that he is not going to stand by while the globalists take over the world, build bioweapons facilities and whatever else they're doing in Ukraine, Ukrainian yeah. oligarchs, Ukraine has been a center of money laundering for you know many of the leaders in this country for how long? Billions of U.S. dollars have been laundered through Ukraine, and we say nothing about it. These are our tax dollars. I mean, before the impeachment trial, had you ever heard of anyone in the United States 
I mean, us bringing in foreign governments to the White House for anti-corruption right. training. I mean, does nobody question these things? Why do we not question them? We have an well, idiot uh, like Lieutenant Colonel Vindman hmm. who goes at the impeachment trial and sits there as a lieutenant colonel. He didn't even make colonel. And he's telling the President of the United States what his policy should be. You have a traitor in the form of Maria Yovanovitch, who was Obama's ambassador, who's telling Ukrainian mm -hmm. government officials, don't listen to the will of the American people. Don't listen to well, the election results. We are the true leaders of America. I mean, and then people object when the woman isn't even fired. She's given a cushy job for life at Georgetown University at the expense of the U.S. taxpayer. And we're told that the president of the United States cannot say to his foreign counterparts, you know, that we want yeah. you to look into something. But Joe Biden can it. withhold as much aid as he wants to. I mean, right. there's so much hypocrisy and dishonesty here. And Ukraine is well, at the center of it all. Go back to Russia collusion. Go to Alexandra Chalupa. Go to Eric Caramella, the, the whistleblower who went to work for Adam Schiff, who wasn't really a whistleblower, right. and all those corrupt people in the deep state. And you know what? The deep state isn't a theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's an actual deep state. Look up the SES, the Senior Executive Service, because when that bureaucracy was ushered into law in the United States right. of America, that's when we got a bunch of unelected bureaucrats well, pulling the strings behind the scenes. And these are Laura, the people that keep lying to us. Absolutely. And pardon me, we've got a, a live chat where we're streaming on Getter, for example, and I'm watching it as you're talking. People are talking about how you're dropping truth bombs and you're a real journalist. And I know that having worked alongside you for many, many years when you're at CBS and many other places. And maybe they didn't want to hear the truth, but you're dropping those truth bombs now. Unfortunately, we've got to hit a break right now. We'd love to have you back in the days ahead. We love having you on. Laura Logan, thanks for joining us on Real America's Voice. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we'll certainly have her back. And that speaks for itself. So uh, if you've got anything to say, wow. otherwise, I, I can leave it laying there. I did want to read this real quick, just a little bit of her biography. Uh, Logan worked as a news reporter for the Sunday Tribune in Durban during her studies, 88 to 89. Then for the city, uh, the city's daily news, uh, 90 to 92. In 1992, she joined Reuters Television in Africa, primarily as a senior producer. After four years, she branched out into freelance journalism, obtaining assignments as a reporter and editor-producer with ITN and Fox Sky, CBS News, ABC News in London, NBC, and the European Broadcasting Union. She worked for CNN, reporting on incidents such as the 1998 United States Embassy bombings and... Narabi and Tanzania, the conflict in Northern Ireland, and the Kosovo War. Logan was hired in 2000 by GMTV Breakfast Television in the UK as a correspondent. She also worked with CBS News Radio as a freelance correspondent. Days after the September 11th attack, she asked a clerk at the Russian embassy in London to give her a visa to travel to Afghanistan. In November of 2001, while in Afghanistan working for GMTV, she infiltrated the American-British-backed Northern Alliance and interviewed their commander, General Babajan, at the Bagram Air Base. It goes on. My question is this, when the White House is working with TikTok millennials or, or Generation Z, whatever these, these puberty punks are, who is more believable? Somebody with, and that's just a portion of her, her career. Who do you think is a more reliable source of accurate information? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who, who has an ulterior motive? And, which, and she brought which, up a ton of valid points, which that's which, on BitChute, by the way and that's the only place you're going to find that we will put a link to that in the podcast but it <clears throat> she brings up a lot of valid points and a lot of the stuff that we've said of course not that we haven't elaborated that much because a lot of the stuff i hadn't heard before 
Mm-hmm. But give give me an example of one if you can remember one. What that you hadn't heard that she said? Um, like the uh the ties to actual Nazis and what they mm-hmm. were talking about that the the Ukrainian special forces were. Um, yes, but you did know that 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 there was people over there wearing that on the uniforms. Yes. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I didn't realize that. But she, uh, what she was basically saying is, you you don't have to go all in 100% with Russia or with Ukraine. Sure. You can be somewhere in the middle. And she she laid out a, a excellent ton of reasons as to what we've alluded to, that there's so much more going on in the background that mm-hmm. you just don't, like, that, that you don't know about and that you'll never hear about sure. in mainstream media. So, and, and when the White House official narrative is a dis, to, to disseminate their quote unquote, you know, their, their information through TikTok, basically tri- children, babies on TikTok. I mean, that, that tells me that it, it's, it's mind blowing that. Well, this is, I don't think this is as popular as they thought it was going to be. What do you mean? I, I don't think people are wholesale buying into. No. Yeah, because these, I believe that our elected officials want us into a hot war with Russia. It really feels like to me that it's almost inevitable that they want this to happen. And for what reason, I don't know. I don't know what we stand to gain out of it, but it seems like that's what they want. And they want it to be popular. They want you to want it. And I and just don't is, think it's as popular as as what they thought it would be. If if you look at historically what they've done, would it not be to replace Vladimir Putin with someone of their choosing that's more friendly to the U.S. government? They have just like Zelensky, they've got more control over. Would that would that possibly be? I don't know, but th- there definitely does seem when uh, send the MIGs, just send them the MIGs. Uh, you know, and obviously the things that Lindsey Graham said. Yeah, there, there's a lot more than meets the eye here for me to, to just sign on and say, oh, I'll stand with Ukraine. Which, again, what I was saying a minute ago, I don't know what that means to stand with Ukraine when you're over here in the safety of America saying that you stand with Ukraine, sacrificing absolutely nothing but your Facebook profile picture to say that you stand with Ukraine. It's yes. absolutely idiotic. Yeah, so that you can you can put hashtag stand with Ukraine so yeah. you can get a little dopamine hit yes. that, that makes you feel better about yourself. And, and just going, going with the flow. So that's the thing. They, the the globalist elites that control this crap don't want you to question their narrative. And dude, what's the height of of ultimate control is to tell you what you're gonna think, what you're gonna believe, and if you say anything different, then you're the bad guy. Does, does that sound like yes. freedom, or does that sound like tyranny? To go, well, I'm going along with this because that's what they told me to think. So this is science. This stand with Ukraine, like this is science, like. No, it's not. This is blatantly not science. What you're doing is the opposite of science. It's not science. It's a big corporation who you guys have always professed to hate making a lot of money off experimentation on you. Uh, this is science. Same thing here. You've got big government doing things that aren't on the up and up and obviously being blatantly dishonest to stand with Ukraine. This is how stupid you people are. Yeah. Well, you know, they're saying they're running out of bullets and they're running out of you know, tanks I, and all I, this kind I of stuff. I highly doubt that. I know. I don't believe that at all. And, you know, so many people in the finance world have been saying for the last two weeks that they're going to default on their debt, they're going to default on all this stuff, and they've been cautious about buying all these war bonds and things. Well, today, actually, it was last night in Russian time, Russia 
paid their their bond, their interest payment, $117 million, and they paid it in U.S. dollars. And so they didn't default on that. And then it was just released that Russians have stashed up to $214 billion in secretive Swiss bank accounts. So they're not running out of money. And, and not only that, there's a reason that, that the White House is, is struggling and the media, the complicit media is struggling so hard to convince you of something that most likely isn't true. Why do you need me to believe that when largely the conflict is irrelevant to me in its current state and in its current state? I don't know why you want me to be so concerned with this other than, like Rex said, you want this to escalate. And you want our support if it does escalate. And I was listening to local talk radio, and the amount of people that called in that are in support of this vastly outnumbered the people that don't support further escalation. Oh, we need to do everything we can to support them. And again, the, there's video footage from 2014 and on of those separatists, the separatist movements that wanted they were using that the Anzoff Brigade that she was speaking of, they're shelling other, the separatist civilians. And there's footage of that. So what are you to believe this footage or their footage? And that's what Mark Goodwin was saying uh, when, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When he was like, like, he was like, yeah. And that's, that's what Zelensky was doing. He was bombing hospitals. Right. He was bombing. Absolutely. I don't know if you listened to that or not, but he, he had great points. I mean, he was citing it. I mean, like a freaking encyclopedia. And he was saying, there's no good guy in this fight. Zelensky was bombing hospitals. He was bombing schools. He yeah. was bombing civilians. And he was. But so if the only criteria is because people are dying, people have been dying there since at least four, 13, 14. And, and actually, the, I think the conflict preceded that. So why is it people care now? Because the media is forcing you to look at it. The media is not forcing you to look at the things that are coming across our southern border. They're not forcing you to look at the things that are going on with our veterans here at home. You're mad about this because they're making you mad about it, dude. And people are too stupid to freaking wake up and say, man, wait a minute. If you're wanting me to look over here, what are you doing? Like, that's the same thing as they've always done. It's David Blaine, man. It's basic yeah. magic trick. Hey, man, look at the sleight of hand, and they're doing it on a mass scale, just like she just said. Oh, and you know, because what's in the news today and yesterday, they are preparing for a massive, like never before seen, Immigration wave at the southern yes, border, absolutely, which says a lot because yeah. last year it was like never before seen. Yeah, and now oh, they're, they're you're saying, already seeing Russians and Ukrainians walk across our southern border already. Yeah, and now they're saying this year is going to be worse than yeah. last year, and that's one way they're going to they intend to throw the election in twenty two and twenty four. So, and no, but see, that's what I'm saying. The Republicans stand to lose by signing on to this bullshit narrative. Stop it, like you're. Your red wave, you're gonna you're you're pissing in the wind right now by signing on to this garbage, dude, and thinking this is a good thing. I know it shouldn't escalate further from here. I, I'm I'm not gonna harp on it. We've got uh, two more good sections we got to get to, and and like I said, man, that she spoke for ten minutes. Uh, I know the the thing with him in the high heels, and there's video of him playing. Uh, you know, it's a a, a, a um comedy shtick where him and another guy are like supposed to be like their pants are down and playing a piano with their penises. It's really weird stuff, not stuff that I would think is funny. That's this guy that's this 
a stalwart hero bad that refuses to leave and taking on all comers. He's freaking the modern day Braveheart. I mean, people have been seeing this guy's accolades and the women love him because he's so attractive, although he's only four feet tall and blah, 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 blah. So do your own research. Don't take our word for it. Like, and as always, this is our opinion and we don't have to agree. Even in the studio, sometimes we don't agree. We don't have to agree, but I think that's the general consensus that our opinion is this. I think it's my, I know it's my opinion that I think you guys are completely full of crap and I'm never going to listen to what you, I'm never going to listen to anything they say. Always do your own extracurricular research. There'll be links provided. And then I, I would suggest that if you want to look into the Nazi wars or rather the Nazi ties to World War II, look it up. Look, look up what she's talking about. The link to that video will be in there. Rewatch the video. So uh, Laura Logan, that was on Real America's Voice. I think they said that, but just to be clear, that was Real America's Voice that she was on. That was Laura Logan. And when we say this stuff, we'll have links in the show notes. Make sure you look in the actual notes of the show. It's in the comment section, which will be on any of the platforms, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to the show or even if it's directly on the website, that'll be in the comments. And so if you actually scroll down, you'll see text and links, multiple links to all the videos and things. And, and another see. thing, too, and I think I, I, I use Spotify. I don't know, uh, like JC the other day, did, and, and a lot of people did not get the bonus episode notification. I got it because I'm subscribed, but on Spotify, I don't because I'm subscribed, I don't remember. I mean, there should be a subscribe button. Just look for it on the main page for uh, Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. And Apple Podcasts will be a little bit different, but there will be a subscribe button so you'll get the notifications. I think a lot of people just know when it comes out so they go listen to it. Yeah. Because they did when we had that extra show. And, and there will be progressively more and more extra shows. Um, yeah, because we, we have another interview coming up here yeah, we next. keep saying that but we're trying to nail down the nail down the date but yes and i'm, I'm real excited for that one that's something I'm which passionate i talked about. to him today okay actually excellent yeah. so yeah that's that and it, it, it again it'll be in a different vein than the last one that's so and that's the uh and check out the website that was uh precinctcommittemen.com dan schultz yeah and we'll we'll get him on and, and we'll get that knocked out too this is, oh, this is our new segment. I don't have a good intro for our new segment yet. Maybe we'll get one one of these days. This is This Week and the Adults Are Back in Charge. And so this is basically the people at the high, highest echelons of American government usually babbling incoherently because they're the adults that are back in charge that were so celebrated when the kid from Scranton stole the presidency. And by the way, you know, because Blue Collar Blacklisted has been blacklisted so many places. And now with Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security, that little weasel, that little mm -hmm. bald, creepy uh, Dr. Seuss character looking weirdo. They, they're they going to be looking at people and examining people and coming after people. They're questioning the election. We're so, screwed. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. It's all good. Uh, Just give it enough time and... That will be confirmed also. Oh, I absolutely, unequivocally, yeah. without a shadow of it. And, but it's going to happen in 2024, you know, when it's, you know. Yeah, it'll be so, long past time, but it, it will be confirmed that there was well, indeed and, election and, election fraud right. and that the election was and, stolen. And there's plenty of, I do want to say this, I'm glad you brought that up, because there's always plenty of stuff transpiring on election fraud. It's obviously very, very slow moving, like everything else with a bloated, cumbersome, top-heavy, awful federal government like we have. And so, and Donald Trump actually released some statements today, one for the attorney, attorney general in Arizona. 
I can't remember who the other, but he's basically putting pressure on these people that have the ability to decertify. And the reason I don't talk about election fraud to the extent that I would maybe necessarily like to is because there's a lot of, it's not even a gray area. It's what people refer to as hopium, like these still the QAnon type nonsensical things that, that aren't real. So a lot of stuff gets lost in this white noise. And I don't want to be confused as someone that's saying these things that are illegitimate just for the idea, oh, it's going to be decertified and Trump's going to take office. I don't believe that that's going to happen at all. And uh, But there are things where X, Y, and Z is being examined. And so it's uh, it, Wisconsin, it's the, I want to say it's the Republican Speaker of the House, Voss, um, in the state legislature. They're wanting to decertify there. They had a, a hearing on it, which he's a shill, he's a plant. And... Um, but they're putting pressure on him and they're putting pressure on Arizona. And again, I don't, I, I, I kind of doubt that things will materialize. They, they didn't go this far to relinquish anything, but so I'm, I do keep in mind, I'm always watching any, any developments that if anything of, of true actual substance that will mount anything, believe you me, you'll, you'll hear it here. Maybe not first because we only broadcast once a week <laughs> and there is a delay, but today's Friday. What is the date today? The 18th. Just so you know, this is recorded on Fridays. All I'm saying, Rex is giving me a terrible, <laughs> terrible look. Like, like eat crap and die. What was that for? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just my look. You smell that? It's a smell of panic. That's what the that's what that's what they say. This is uh, everybody's favorite legitimate Speaker of the House, duly elected multiple freaking times over and over and over because she is a comprehensive, intelligent, cunning leader who is not drunk. Her dentures do not fall out. Her mouth is not all cattywampus. She is not injected with probably pounds upon pounds of Botox. And everything she says is concise, clear, meaningful, and deliberate. So let's have a listen. Wow, 3.2 But, but they know that we can't go there. Uh, they, Putin is trying to bait the trap so that uh, we go in, and that's the beginning, could be the beginning of World War III. Uh, Putin totally irresponsible using weapons that are not allowed under the Geneva Convention. Putin, who uh, threatens use of chemical weapons, um, nuclear, and the rest. So they know that we can't, but it's the ask. Now, he was uh, this morning more, let's, if we can't have an, if we can't have a no-fly zone, let us have our own, and we need the airplanes to come in. No, no, we're, no, no. This morning he was less on the on the ask for the um, uh, the policy, more on let us do it, help us get the planes. But also there is a school of thought that thinks the anti-aircraft missiles and the rest are a very important way. Myself, when I see that that those tanks, that forty miles of tanks. I'd like to take out those tanks. I mean, I, I think that air, uh, them having more planes might be useful, but that I'm not a, a military st strategist. We hope that we will be able to get up to a place. I hope. You I, asked me how. I, I hope that we can get to a place. I don't think anybody was confused the, and thought she was a military uh, MIG, strategist. You're also. Oh, she wants the MiGs, too. You're also which not are a the talkologist. kinds of planes they've been trained on can go to Ukraine. The F-16s, especially uh -huh. if we have an excess of them, uh, can backfill for Poland. 
she's trying so hard to get her hands to talk for her. Yeah, dude, her Man. hands are going all over the place, to and fro, up uh-huh. and down, side to side, backwards, forwards. Yeah, Goodness. she doesn't normally do that that bad, and she she doesn't look as drunk as she normally does. She didn't have her baby. Like, maybe blood. this is what she looks like. True, not drunk. Reverso says she didn't get her adrenaline home. I agree. She didn't. I don't think anybody was confused that she's not a military strategist. And when she wanted to take out that line of tanks, was she eating her ice cream when she was watching the footage of it or getting a blow through? Such a terrible person. Next in this week, and the adults are back in charge. Yes. This. <laughs> Dude, because obviously. I, I, he must have looked at the same picture. Look how confused he looks. Bear with me on this stupid explanation that I should probably just keep to myself. Metallica's the best band ever, and w- the song won. Is this something that we're recording? Yes, or? it is. Oh. The guy steps on a landmine, and it's based off a movie, uh, Johnny Got His Gun. So basically, he's just like the the, uh, the centerpiece of a body with no arms, no legs. He can't hear. He can't talk. He can't see. And so he's. But they keep him on life support. And so like that's kind of the the point of the movie. Like, what do you do here? Joe Biden's no different. He's basically the core piece of a human on life support. I mean, he can talk, but it doesn't mean anything. It's just babble. Yeah. And so Jill comes to say, like an infant. You know, they yeah. just make noise. That's so. Let's let's it. hear it. But there's been a little change in the arrangement. Of who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID? But uh, <laughs> look at this room and what you see. Pardon? That's right. She's fine. It's me. That's not together. The second lady, the first gentleman. Nope. Still wrong. It's all that was wrong. And so his own wife had to correct. Before you played that video... Like I'm still just as lost now as I was then. Yeah, like the I first lady's husband would be him. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, but yeah, did someone actually contract COVID? The vice president, Kamala's husband, oh. has it. Jeez, like, and he's—I st- don't think Joe Biden knows that. But it's again, Jill comes to save him. Yeah, you may have had it right. I—I I don't know, dude. I—I I would. Assume that the first son has contracted AIDS, <laughs> gonorrhea, herpes, syphilis, hepatitis B. What else do we got? I know I'm missing one. Hepatitis uh, A through Z. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, reverse? Chlamydia. Yeah, that's thank you. Next on this week, and the adults are back in charge. This is more Biden babble about his. It, it, this is good stuff too. This is this this segment's great. So far, what do you guys think about this segment? Is it good today? Oh, jeez, man. It, yeah. It's confusing. The adults are, yeah. <laughs> but, but you can tell the adults are back in charge. Yes. Dude, I, Donald, I have no doubt. And here's the thing. When Donald Trump, when, when Kaylee McEnany spe- spoke, when Mike Pompeo spoke, when Donald Trump spoke, like, it was just like, ah, like, you couldn't understand anything that was going on. Like the people, it was just you never knew what was happening. Now okay. the adults are back in charge, man. I know everything that's going on. It's dude. all clear, concise. Yeah, I mean communication. Yeah, everybody's well informed, and they don't have to use TikTok stars to do it. So we established a new civil rights, a new civil rights cause of action for those whose intimate images were shared on the public screen. 
how many times have you heard? I'll bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position. And then, literally, in a sense, blackmails or, or, or mortifies that person. Send it out. Put it online. They, they send it so out. They put it online. Like my son Hunter did with his laptop. He videotaped literally every hooker he ever had sex with. You stupid. St- do you think that... I think that Joe Biden is so dumb and old and just out of touch that he, he thinks that people believe the things that he says about his son. And Corn Pop. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Corn Pop was a bad dude. That, I mean, what is he even, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> we, we, Literally, what are you, what are you saying? I think we're too childish to understand the things that, that are talked about in the segment. You know, this, uh, you know, maybe somebody took a picture of somebody in a compromising position <laughs> and then blackmailed them, you know? Maybe. Kind of so. like, I don't know how my son's getting blackmailed. Maybe a, <laughs> little, the maybe a little bit, you know, because he took Come a bunch on, of man. compromising pictures with his dong hanging out. <laughs> Smoking crack. He's, he's got, he's got, <laughs> yeah, got a crack pipe hanging out of his butt. <laughs> it's like, true. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? May, Nobody may, knows. May, maybe you're naturally known because you're on film with me, sniffing you as a child, sniffing your hair and touching your breasts. Because like, I'm a weirdo. Kissing you on the back of the head. Kissing you on the forehead. Kissing you on your shoulder. Smelling you. Come hair. on, man. You know the thing. You guys want to talk about... You completely fabricated a Trump-Russian peeing yes, video. Because you're perverts. Yeah. Because I would almost guarantee that Hunter Biden's peed on a Russian at one Literally, point or another. The, oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> the worst thing Donald Trump ever did was say, grab him by the pussy. And he said you... <laughs> well, Colophone, he said they let you... Do you... Do you think those people wanted Joe Biden sniffing them and then digitally penetrating, I think it was Tara Reid? Come on. Come on, man. You know the thing. You sit in the corner, old man. Don't talk to me about pervert. Fact that we're talking about perversion. It's time. Is it time? Is it time? It is. It's time. Already, has it been going by fast? Was this a fast show? It was a fast-paced, heavy-hitting, quick, quick wit. No, it's not a fast show. I can't believe it's here. It's like Christmas. (laughs) It took all week. Everybody's been waiting. Everybody. If if this was an acronym, because I try to write the acronym on my notes, and mm. I never can remember what the title is without reading it, because I'm not that smart. The acronym would be T-W-I-C-D-C-M-P-D-N-W. We got something special today. I might be an amend- uh, amendum to this. So, uh, yeah, it's time for this weekend. Idiot cross-dressing confused more on... Pervert, Democrat, and job wackos. <laughs> Reverso looks so happy. This really, he was asleep until just now. Can we get a fist pump? <laughs> can we get a can we get a hip thrust? I'm not thrusting my hips. I'm just doing an ab workout. <laughs> 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 Dude, first up, man, we got the uh, the kingpins right here. A Clinton-backed Haiti pastor indicted on child sex charges. Mm, hmm. What a shocker. The co-founder of the, uh, what a whoopsie, Corgan Clay, a U.S. pastor who moved to Haiti and adopted two orphans, has been arrested on child sex abuse charges against one of his children. 
Corgan, the co-founder of The Apparent Project, a nonprofit charity organization established by his ex-partner, Shelley Jean. The group has been visited and supported by the former U.S. President, Bill Clinton, who is also believed to have helped fund another of the Paris entities, Papillon Enterprise, through the Clinton Foundation grants. Go back up for a second. I'm, I'm not done with that. Because I just, I got to say something. I was fully expecting... I was fully expecting this sentence to say something different as I was reading through it. The group has been visited and supported by former U.S. President Bill Clinton, who is also believed to have raped the child himself, is what I thought it was going to say. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I, I, can, I can say that. I didn't say that it did Come say that. On, I say that I thought Come it was going to say that. Is, is, I mean, is that, that's fair, right? Because did nobody else think that I was going to say that when I read that? <laughs> Listeners? Anybody? If you disagree, email us. Share our podcast and like it if you agree or disagree. I mean, who cares? Agree, email us. Yeah. If you disagree, email. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, but most importantly, share our podcast. Yeah, nobody would have been surprised if that's what the story actually said because that's probably accurate. You heard it here first. All right, I'm ready to continue. In January 2021, child welfare authorities in Florida alleged that 43-year-old James Corrigan Clay, pastor and philanthropist, had abused and sexually assaulted one of his underage children whom he had raised with his ex-partner, Shelly Jean. Clay was arrested March 10th this year by federal agents according to an unsealed indictment first released on Thursday by the Daily Beast. Both families of Shelly Jean and Corrigan Clay have declined to take any public stance regarding the sexual assault of one of their co-parented children. This has included Shelly Jean herself, who in 2021 was said to have hidden behind justice system instructions, avoiding any indication to whether she was aware of such ongoings between Clay and their underage adopted child prior to his arrest. Despite declining to make a direct statement on the sexual assault charges, Jean assured that the children have only lived with her since her learning of the incidents, according to the Haiti-based Yubo Post. Prior to this, Clay, Jean, and CEO Marilyn <laughs> Monagon. Yes, founded a parent project designed to establish child care for working parents, early, edu early education, and job skills that provide opportunities to the poor in Haiti. As with Papillon Enterprise, the apparent project has been visited and supported by former President Bill Clinton alongside various other celebrities such as Oprah Winfrey and Kim Kardashian displayed in a now-deleted blog post. I wonder why it's deleted from Clayton. Oh, okay, from 2012. Donna... Donna, Karen, The Gap, Macy's, Chan, Lou, and Disney have marketed our jewelry, and our celebrity clients have included Bill Clinton, Oprah, Rain Wilson, Olivia Wilde, Maria Bello, Petra, Numkova, Ben Stiller. Hey, we talked about him earlier, and Kim Kardashian. All perverts. Rain Wilson was on The Office. He's still a pervert. He's a weirdo. <clears throat> Clay's now deleted post also included a letter dated... 2016, from a deprived 17-year-old Haitian girl expressing her desire to, quote, make love with him in order to aid her sister with access to medical surgery, though Clay had expressed in his blog, blog post that he helped the teenage girl without requirement of sexual deeds. He further admitted to lingering on her proposal due to personal loneliness. Yeah, that's, that's the type of people that the Clintons and other Democrat celebrities pile around with. It's always about the children, dude, is it not? Always. Yes. Okay, I think I'm done with this one. We're moving along, and we're moving along. Did you have anything moving on right that? along? Anybody? Wow, it's just you notice how that kind of person puts himself in a some kind of nonprofit or philanthropy role, trying to surround himself with poor kids Absolutely. in a country. Absolutely, but the the Democrat look at the the 
the children come across the border and how they're separating these children, X, Y, and Z. The Democrats want those children, those street kids. They talk about the street kids. Bill Gates has done stuff with the kids as far as with these vaccines and stuff like that in Africa. We've talked about all these things. Yeah. The Democrats are infatuated and obsessed with the children, absolutely obsessed with the children. Speaking of Disney, this is on – what was that article on there? I need to say who that was with, by the way, that last one. National Pulse. The National Pulse. Okay. Last story was the, the Clinton story is on the National Pulse. Sorry. And so next up on CBS News, Disney employees and former judge among 108 arrested in human trafficking sting, Florida police say. 108. Right. And so this isn't the first time Disney's, um, Disney employees have gotten in trouble for this. This has happened before, and if I'm not mistaken, we covered it. Authorities have arrested 108 people, including alleged child sex, sexual predators and those seeking prostitutes in a was any of them Hunter Biden, in a, which he likes both, in a six-day undercover human trafficking. This is only in six days. Golly, Bill, dude. Florida must be a hotbed. In a six-day undercover human trafficking operation in Florida, among those taken into custody were four Disney employees and a retired judge, police say. We'll leave it there. Disney's a bunch of perverts. <laughs> Go take your kids there. And I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. We when I, yes, I think we, we talked did. about it last week. Yeah, so that's Disney for you. And so that's the thing, too, man. Like I said, or rather like uh, Buford just said, weirdos gravitate towards children. So these these weird people running the rides and doing whatever, making your kids food at Disney. Yeah. Dressing up like Disney characters. Yes. Everybody's a suspect at this point, especially if you're a Democrat. If you go Democrat, you're a suspect to me, dude. And listen... Nobody else has to be that way. I'm that way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and so uh, the uh, the listener, I think it was Laura that emailed a few weeks ago. She was saying something about um, you know companies to buy from that were conservative, and I don't have any of those, but I do have a company you cannot buy from, and that company is Adidas. We're here on Breitbart. <clears throat> this is an ad. Adidas ad promotes biological males playing in female sports, and. Uh, so the, the main one is this soccer star, and this thing is a, well, this dude is a beast. Look at this guy. He's pumped. He's jacked. He would beat Rex in an arm wrestling contest. I'd get him, though. Have you seen my, like, no, I'm serious, though, dude. Like, I haven't, listened, I haven't lifted a weight in a year. Look at this bicep. Where? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Reverse, I was looking at it. No. Trying to just see it. I haven't got glasses, and I can't. You do have out. glasses. That was no. a lie. Fake news. I can't make it out with my glasses on. He said I even got glasses and I can't. All right, here we go. Adidas has unveiled a series of ads, including a feature promoting and celebrating biological male athletes who compete in women's sports. In the ad campaign titled, I'm impossible, or I'm sorry, I'm possible. Adidas highlights a Brazilian trans athlete, Tiffany Abreu, as he navigates the difficult world of possessing vastly superior physical traits to pretty much everyone he's competing against. It's impossible, says one of the ads, to take hold of the, well, actually, screw that. We'll listen to the ad. It's impossible to take hold of the world's spotlight overnight, create your own uniform, be a cover model, a powerful athlete, or compete as a trans woman. Impossible? No. I'm possible. I'm, I'm oh, at a loss right yeah, here. Like, like, yeah, I, so what all do we have in there? A morbidly obese woman doing then, yoga. Yeah, and this is just the next wave. I mean, I, I guess it's already here, but I mean, it's it's the next wave of what 
what's common. You know, like males are females, females are males, you know, up is down, down is up. And what they're doing right there is like that is healthy. That morbidly obese woman right there, that is healthy. Don't misgender. We don't know. The the person that was fat. (laughs) (laughs) Let's like that's healthy. Like we don't shame that person no, because that, that is what health looks like. So does That's that mean their insurance healthy, rates are going to be better now? Yeah. Yes, they're un, that, she's impossible. It's not a she. We've already been through. Well, this. now to be clear, I was talking about the fat one that we're not sure, not the Brazilian beast with a tattoo sleeve that plays the soccer. Dude that plays soccer with women. Yes, which is, but the he in that one was playing volleyball because like he was so much taller than the women and he yeah. just spiked the volley. Like, good for you, guy. You know what I mean? You can freaking spike it on some women. Yeah, that's amazing. You can't be competitive with other men, so you dominate women. Like, yeah, and obviously... That's I'm, pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> how hard can it really be? I mean, honestly... I, and that that's not a small dude. Like, that's an extremely tall guy. So, it's... Yeah, so that's kind of like an abusive husband or abusive... Absolutely it is. Yeah, I mean, 100%. that's, that's insane. Yeah. It's, yeah, you're a, you're a nut It's job. like the guy that we see swimming. Like, where he's swimming in, in women's women's sports. The Thomas, Leah Thomas thing. Yes, and and he's beating these women's records. Yeah, because that's going on right now. 30 and 40 seconds. Yeah. Like... This guy's. I mean, he's he's up. He's out of the oh, pool. I, he's dried off. He's taking a shower. Yeah, and he and he's came back to the pool like he's dressed and ready to go. And they're still finishing their race, and and everybody claps like seals. Like this idiot's done something. Besides, be a cross dressing weirdo. I would, you know, personally, not that I care about women's swim times or whatever, but you know, if if, if a woman accomplished this feat, that's impressive. Sure, yes. I would not acknowledge anything like you. In my worldview, you you haven't broken any record. You've never broken a woman's record at all because you don't compete in that class. I don't care what they say. It's like anything else. It's not real. Yeah, you swam with them, but whoever came in second, that's a biological female. She's the champion. Period. Yes. Bar none, without a freaking question. You're an idiot. Get get the hell. I like. And again, in in college, and, and that's the thing. Like you can't compete with Michael Phelps. You can't do it. No. If you were swimming beside that guy, you're you're left in that guy's wake. Yes. Like hate it for your like sorry. Which it don't even have to be Michael no Phelps. Good. You take you to whoever places last will beat this idiot. That's why they're doing what they're doing. And which one of the things that I'm confused about though, they're saying transgendered. I thought gender was like you know, gender flu gender has fluidity. So what does it mean to be transgendered anyways by their Definition. I don't even like you. You're a transsexual, is what you would be, which you're really just a cross dresser. Yes. And then if you cut your penis off, then maybe definitionally speaking, you would be a transsexual. But to me, you're just still a cross dresser to cut your penis off. And the thing is, like, it's all a matter of convenience. Like, this is convenient for this guy to go swim with women because he can beat the women. Those women have to make the sacrifice for the greater good of this guy's mental. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I actually saw an article earlier this week. It was about a a cross-dresser in Ukraine um, that is a biologic, a female. You're a female, Mm -hmm. but they want to be a male. They dress like a male, all of that good stuff. Well, 
they're not letting males out of the country. Fighting age males <laughs> get to stay in the country. So when it was expedient for that person, when it was convenient, guess what they are? I'm a female. I got to get out of here. I'm going to be expected to fight. I'm if if you're <laughs> and and we're we're taught like this is something that this is absolute. This cannot change. Uh, you know, if you feel like a, a, a male, if you're a male that feels like a female or a ma- or a female that feels like a male, that we're taught, like, you people keep trying to tell us that this is something that's absolutely set in stone, and it's not something that we can change. You know what? We're just born that way, and if you're a male that feels like a female, guess what? You're a female. Except for when... <laughs> That's convenient for you. <laughs> yeah, except for when hey, would you mind, it's uh, a little bit inconvenient, like you're going to be expected to do things that males do, like get shot at. You go grab that foxhole over then, there. And then guess what? Like, I quit taping my titties down. <laughs> you know, I start. I paint yeah. my fingernails, I let my hair down, and I need to cross that by God border because I'm going to get shot. <laughs> Post haste. Yeah. Kick freaking rocks, dude. Your whole movement. You're a joke. Scram. Get your ass in that foxhole. Back to the front. That should be the answer. So, up next in everybody's favorite segment, we have Admiral uh, Richard Levine. So, this is a... uh, Go ahead. This wacko absolutely exemplifies and personifies everything about this segment. And to reiterate... You are listening to this weekend in Indian cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, Democrat, nutjob, wackos on Blue Collar Blackfish. This person sucks. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> Women are often the creators of change. In terms of the changes that we see in our society, in our culture, I think that women are those change makers. Admiral Rachel Levine is a groundbreaking leader, public health champion, and an advocate. She credits family support for helping her get where she is today. My father has passed, but my mother is still alive, and she is quite the uh, the, the role model. Uh, she is a retired attorney. I've always been motivated by uh, by those who work uh, for the for the benefit of others, and that's what I try to do. Last year, Rachel made history, becoming the first openly transgender four-star officer across uniformed services. Will you pause that for one second? So. Uh, just so everybody's clear, this is a dude that's got his hair in a ponytail that's wearing, like, a, a, a dress uniform, like some kind of a military dress uniform, and you've got stripes on your sleeves, you've got these medals hanging off your chest like you've done something or accomplished something. For for what? You were only hired because you are you were a diversity hire. Yes. That's yes. literally the only reason. If you were just a regular guy, um, which you are... Um, you're just a. We're not regular, but you are a biological male. Yes, you're just a regular old dude. Um, I mean, it, nobody would have even considered you. But they said they said that he was a groundbreaking leader. Mm. I would love some some real explanation of why you're such a groundbreaking yeah, some leader. Stats to back yeah, that to up. really drill down into the groundbreaking things you've accomplished, besides being a mental case, a complete nut bar. And my, my father is gone, but my mom's still alive as an attorney. But yeah, your parents are both failures, so we don't need to hear about them either. <laughs> You're a failure. They're a failure. Shut your cake hole. So let's continue. And, and repeat after me. 
I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which <laughs> I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. And I don't believe it. And it is truly my honor to serve as the Assistant Secretary for Health and truly my honor to be an Admiral in the Public Health Service Commission Corps, to be the first transgender individual who is an Admiral in any of the eight uniformed services. And my goal is to give back. Part of giving back is Admiral Levine's message to the transgender and non-conforming community. The message here in Philadelphia, in Love Park, is that trans rights are human rights. You have worth. You have tremendous worth just for who you are, no matter who you love, no matter who you are, no matter what your gender identity, sexual orientation, or anything else. And to be true to that, and then everything else will follow. And it highlights something which I truly believe in, which is the value of diversity. Can you back that diversity up just a little bit? I need to hear so that again. Important. I need to hear that again. The the thing about your sexuality and all that. Let's hear that one more time. And then everything else will follow. And it highlights something which I truly believe in, which is pa the value of diversity. Diversity. So no matter your gender, your sexual preference, all blah, 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 blah. Let that fall into place and everything else will follow. What does that even mean? Could you, could, I mean, anybody here, what is that supposed, like, what is that supposed to mean? I'm confused. So, like, in your life, dude, your, your career, you have a good career. You've got a successful business. So, you, is he saying put your sexual preference in your first? Yeah, that's above, what it sounded like to above me. Above everything else. Have, yeah. have, do you feel that in your life you've really fulfilled seeing the fulfillment of all your sexual debauchery and desires, like the nastiest things you've ever thought of, have you really put them out into public? Because if not, you might be sacrificing a certain degree of success. You haven't reached your full potential until you've decided how big of a pervert you actually freaking are, dude. I guess that's why Hunter Biden has millions in the bank. That's a good point. Hmm. I don't know. He may have millions in his lungs and up his nose instead of in the bank. It's we fine. need to really talk about Like, listen, dude, you could be whatever you want to be if you just start being a huge pervert. Yes. According to this idiot. <laughs> everything else will fall into place. Act like a huge pervert. Everything falls into place. Boom. Done. And just like, which this is on USA Today, by, <clears throat> by the way, but just like everybody else that we've talked about, um, cause we've covered Richard before. Mm -hmm. So everyone else that we've talked about, he's a segment regular. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, everybody else that we've talked about aligns themselves, themselves with, with children. And Richard is no different. Richard is a pediatrician. He's a pediatrician. So Richard, like Richard has also aligned himself to be around children. Yes. Why would Richard need to be around children? If if wow. you if you can't look at this scumbag and see child molestation written all over his freaking punk face and rotten teeth, you're an idiot. This guy's an absolute which, pervert. And, and on the which on this article, one of the quotes from Richard is it says, "Be true to yourself." A message from the nation's highest ranking openly transgender official. So be true to yourself. Richard, if you were, like, which is an absolute lie. If you were true to yourself, you would just be a guy. Like, 
you're completely lying to yourself and everyone else along with you. And we're supposed to be like silently complicit in your delusion. That's nonsense. Like that's that's a joke. You're not being true to anyone. No, you're not. You, it's, you you parade around like an idiot in high heels and and alter your voice yeah. to make you sound like still not a woman because I and if we don't play the game with you, we're the bad guy. Yes. <laughs> Dad, you know what? That's hate speech. And that's he the, plays, no, yeah, he Richard, plays Halloween every day. He gets up and puts a costume on every absolutely. day. Absolutely. And, and that, but the thing that's is, there's point. so many thousands of, or millions of complicit morons that you're a beautiful trans woman. You're a beautiful woman. No, like, you're not. And even if you were a real woman, you're still not a beautiful one. You look like a complete idiot. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Is, hold like, on, hold on. Again, Rex's opinions don't represent everyone's here. Do they, Reverso? Yes, they do. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I mean, if I got up every single morning and put on a wig and a big red nose and a pair of big freaking Ronald McDonald shoes and dressed up like Bozo the Clown and walked in my job, what do you think they would say? I'm Bozo, and you have to you have to admit that I am Bozo. I'm Bozo now. I'm a clown. I do clown stuff. I've got a little flower on my chest. And it, it, put, it squirts water at you. You got to show up in the clown car, though, too. Yes, dude. I show up in a clown car. I got one of those things that when you shake my hand, it, it buzzes. <laughs> like crushing yes. the clown. Like, that's what you're doing. Oh, and yeah. we're all supposed to sit idly by and, and act well, like the crazy this thing is something is, that's not completely ridiculous. Yeah. This buffoon was just at some kind of a the thing in Love Park, and there's all these other buffoons there too. So basically, you have a large congregation, a meeting of wackos, and they're egging them on. And the thing is, dude, the majority has to think like us. I guarantee you, the majority thinks like we do. I, I don't, I don't get it, dude. And then you have the fake president, the leader of the free world, accepting and swearing this guy in, while you have the leader of China and Russia that has zero tolerance for this. Yes. Well, you got to look at yourself too. When you're having a conflict, what's like going on right now, and they're talking about the the prospect of nuclear war, which I don't think is going to happen personally myself. But, you know, these other people are clutching their pearls and talking about these things. And the, But, you know, it should have told you the level of preparedness that the government was when they're fixating on nonsense like this. Yes. And how concerned were you really with Vladimir Putin and... And all the things you're saying is aggression, and like all of a sudden the switch turns on, and oh my God, he's it's like you guys talked about what he was going to do. You knew what he was going to do X, Y, and Z, and now he's the most terrible thing on the. Uh, but you didn't prepare for any of this because you're too busy doing this and other diversity hires throughout all branches of the military, and then not only that, like going woke in the entirety of the military. So not military preparedness and readiness isn't crucial. Diversity is, and that's one of the things too, man. Diversity is good when it's sexual perversion. That diversity is phenomenal. Let's talk about some diversity that is bad. Diversity that is bad. Let's see. You can't talk about that. You're going to say this, or we're going to come after you, like Majorcus is saying. No, we can't. You can't. You can't disagree. And just like the guys trying to present facts to Jensaki, oh, no, we're going to talk about that. Boom. Subject change. No, I'm not even going to acknowledge you. Diversity of thoughts not good. I thought that that's like one that's that's one of the best things as a human being you could do. So, like right now, at any of our jobs, we'll take Reverso for an example. If the person at, at the very top of the company that you work for 
they made all the decisions. Nobody questioned it. Everybody was a yes man. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, what, what state would that company or any company be in? It would be terrible. The, diversity of thought is a good thing, but you guys do not want diversity of thought. You want everybody to walk in lockstep with what you say, like true tyrants and true thugs and people that are anti-freedom. And this is part of that conquest to think that this is normal. If you say anything about it, you're bad. Yes. Well, my diversity of thought says that, man, I don't think this is good. Can we talk about this? No, you can't talk about it. I got Which, one thing to say about it, and you have to get the bleep button. <laughs> off. <laughs> get Which the that, out of my face. Which that guy, like, dude, you've got no business being around children. You've got no business having children. Which brings us to the next subject. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Democrat, Republican, conservative, <laughs> or the, liberal. This week, an idiot cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, Republican nut job wacko is, what's that guy's name? Ruben. Dave Ruben. Dave Ruben. And so he's on the blaze. Yes. Yeah. And I have seen him. I, I don't I don't like a lot to do with the blaze because I think Glenn, Glenn Beck is an absolute total... Rat charlatan. I yeah. don't like Glenn Beck at all. And I now, to be fair, I used to listen to Glenn Beck in the early 2000s, and I liked Glenn Beck. Um, but he changed a lot over the years. And then the the thing that was really when he jumped the shark was the Cheetos. Like, he stuffed his face into a bowl of Cheetos, mocking Donald Trump preceding the election in 2016, and just, like, kind of went whole hog with the never-Trumpers. And then when... Dude, because he had that Mercury One broadcasting network that was pretty pretty big. Like he he built his stuff up in the Obama years, and then he did that. It tanked, dude. They were hemorrhaging employees. Like, dude, it it really killed him. And so his business, his whole media company, is only a fraction of what it once was. And it's because he like said he he joined with the Never Trump faction, did that, and dude, it just his viewership plummeted to the toilet. And then whenever he realized it wasn't financially good decision for him to do that, he did it in about face. And so he's, you're illegitimate, dude. You're a fraud, man. Screw you, dude. You're a money grubbing punk. So that, that all that being said, Andrew Wilkow's on the blaze and Andrew Wilkow's awesome. Uh, he's, he's a beast, dude. He's great. Um, but I've seen the Ruben guy briefly here and there, but like I said, only if it was sent by someone else or whatever. I So I don't know a lot about the guy, but you know, I wouldn't, I didn't know that he was a homo, which again, I didn't know a lot about him anyway, but so what did he do this week? Well, so this week, and I've, I've watched the guy and a lot of the things, and we've actually on this show pulled clips from, from some of his videos. Like he'll do his own separate breakdown of a video or whatever. And we'll pull it from, um, part of his podcast. He came out this week. Um, not like out of the closet. He's been out of the closet for a while. Um, did you know that he, he was out of the closet? What preceding this week? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I All did. Right. Okay. Um, and I. So you support that? No, I do not. Um, I, I don't partic- particularly care for for that kind of lifestyle. I, I, not a not a huge fan. I'm I'm a lot of. Uh, I'm still back here at like traditional marriage and, and relationships and things like that. And one of the things that I did like about that guy that we've talked about is your sexuality should be like what you said. You didn't know that he was a homosexual. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's fine. I don't need to know. 
I don't need you. I, I don't need you to talk about it any more than I need you to talk about your relationship with your wife. I don't. I don't know. It's not my business. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of. I kind of like that about him that he was. He 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 kept it under wraps, you know, and just it, it wasn't something that made him. It sure. was. I have a lot of ideas, and it just so happens that he's gay. So, I can, ex- I can, I'm fine with that. That doesn't bother me. That, and that's kind of the, yeah, that, and then he made this video this week and I think I'm out. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I know for an absolute fact I'm out. So, um, him and his husband, which I also disagree with, um, I'm a fan of traditional marriage. I don't think that... I, now, I, I saw Rick Grinnell. Is that who he's, quote-unquote, married to? I'm not sure. Because I, he, he I haven't looked into okay. it. Like, okay. I don't... Okay. Like I said, I, I don't care. It's he's not, not married to Chaston. No. Okay. I know. Yeah, I know for a fact he's not married to Chaston. <laughs> yeah, because Pete Buttigieg is... <laughs> yes, but Gig is... He's definitely married to Chaston. And, okay. uh But he came out this week and was talking about him and his husband um doing the artificial insemination and they have two children on the way um, artificial insemination with whom uh, well and they he he went through all the ins and outs of it from from what i could tell oh, that from what i gather they took Eggs, sperm yes. from both men and and implanted them in into eggs from a single woman so they're so trying to have they took twins. Well, they, right, but they, one would be from one guy and one would be from the other with this woman. It's it's it. But it's not actually with that woman. They took her eggs, their sperm, and put it into a surrogate mother. So there's two separate surrogate mothers that have someone else's sperm and someone else's eggs in them. Right now, so wow. So there's like uh, yeah. This is probably a a it's. A, Found to be a very costly. Um, well, I'm sorry. So there's ahead. like six people involved in this pregnancy. Yeah, there's a lot. W- of would she in- be good for the mental state of the children? Right. That should be completely healthy and normal. Right. Yeah. This seems like a good idea for mental stability and yeah, d- a good upbringing, <laughs> and not to be mocked by your peers as a test tube baby. I'm just saying, I, I mean, it's really, that's real. I mean, is that, dude, if, oh, God, those kids are going to go through hell, dude. Like, dude, what, that's, I would say that that's pretty satanic what you're doing right there and messing with that. You're, you're a bunch of freaking weirdos, dude, so that two men can raise these. And look, man, I don't care if anybody likes this Ruben guy or whatever. If he's got a problem with it, he can call in. I know he's got, he's, he's quick witted, X, Y, Z. Like, he, he's, he's made good points, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing, man. You can't masquerade as a conservative and bring the perversion, the unadulterated, pure perversion and child abuse with you to where you're going to do this to, ch- like, I'm out. I'm not on board with that, dude. It's not okay. And the conservative movement can't be debased. And because that's, that's a debased thing to do, that's a debased mind. That's not normal. It's not okay. And that's the thing, you know. Uh, you you can speak conservative and be a, a a child molester. You can speak conservative and be a rapist. You could be a mass murderer. I don't care. Like, dude, just because you speak conservative, I don't have allegiance to you. If that if if you also do this, like, I don't have allegiance to you just because you're. Let me again. Glenn Beck speaks conservative. Like I said before, I don't have allegiance to you. You suck. Like, 
you can masquerade as this and think that you're going to be accepted. Not do not here, man. <laughs> Sorry. And, and that's what I, that's what kind of got me because I was scrolling through the comment section because I thought that I would see a lot of, eh, I'm kind of, I don't really, a lot of people that would be more reserved um, about that, which that guy, and, and man, it's hard to talk about just like, cause he went into detail about, having a lot of, and I'm quoting this. Oh, yeah, I know what between, you're going to say. Between him and his husband, you know, we we have a lot of sperm. Like, yeah. we, we've got a well, lot first of... first he said, that we, had, we had the eggs, we had sperm, we had plenty of sperm. Like, it was just overflowing like a frothy beer mug. Thanks and, for that freaking picture, you wacko. Yes. Not, and, and so that's the thing. Not only was the fact that we don't need to know that you're a homosexual, to talk about... The sperm, like, bro, you think this is a, an MF and bridge too far here, Al? Like, you think you saw the bridge, you completely dukes a hazard, <laughs> completely, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, screw that, dude. Like and because but the, the level of, of acceptability that he thinks comes along with that, to be comfortable enough to say it, no, it doesn't exist, dude. It's And conservatism, in at least in some degree, is based in Christianity. This is satanic, dude. Take that nonsense the hell on somewhere. And that's a big thing with Glenn Beck, which Glenn Beck's a Mormon. Same as Mitt Romney. At least he says he's a Mormon. I don't know. Don't really care. He supported Mitt Romney bigly in 2012, but because he was I wonder if they share temple garments. Did did you just do the Trump bigly? Bigly. Big league. I think I said big league. Big league. I said big league. Okay. Two different things. Well, I was hoping you were going for the Trump. Bigly. Trump talk. <clears throat> what I was what I was shocked at was in the comment section when I scrolled down through there, the amount of support in saying that, oh, you two will be great fathers, and uh, man, it's just I'm sorry. Like, well, actually, I'm not sorry. Did it's you throw up in your mouth a little bit? I can, it's a movement I cannot get behind. Absolutely not. I children need a mother and a father. I think statistically that it is proven. Um, even. Even children that are raised in a household with only a mother do worse off in in school. They make less, you know. They they make less at their job. Like they're they're less likely to succeed. That children need a mother and a father. They need that. They need that in the home. They need that stability. Like I I just don't see. A, I just don't see that relationship the way that is the way it's structured. Two males. And because, <laughs> and we've talked about it in all of this transgender nonsense, like men and women are wired different. So we're, we're wired different. We're physically different. Like we're emotionally different. You need that yin and yang. You need that person, that female, somebody that's a little bit more emotional, a little bit more nurturing. You need that female around and then you need a male, somebody that shows you how to be strong, somebody that shows you, hey, suck it up, put some dirt on it, you know, get up. Like it's, you know, and I, you just need both sides of that because, man, too much of, it's like anything else in life, man, moderation. Too much of anything is a bad thing. Well, it also reminds me of the Black Lives Matter, the the original uh, bullet points on their website, the, the idea of tearing apart the nuclear family and replacing the nuclear family with uh whatever, trans, non-binary, blah, 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 blah. And so as a quote-unquote conservative, look at what you're doing, dude. That's not a nuclear family like what you're saying about, man. You've got two guys trying to raise these test tube babies 
that are going to have a hard enough time being test two babies and X, Y, and Z to have two. It's just weird, man. Like take that nonsense on somewhere. Um, and I did want to make another side note because there was a story that I forgot to do last week because I said something about Chaston and it was a video of Chaston. Guess who he was with? Some kids, big soccer. And he was leading the pledge allegiance to the gay flag. So yeah, that's not even a thing. Like that's a joke. Your gay flag. Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? And what does your pledge allegiance to it mean? Well, we had that other bimbo that actually lost her job for uh, pledging to the gay flag, which they were using the pledge of uh, the United States Pledge of Allegiance, but they were pledging to the, and she thought she was cute. Then she was out of a job. That's how cute it was. She cuted herself right out of a job. We've got one more story for this week, an idiot cross-dressing, confused more on pervert Democrat, not job wackos, and it's a good one. It's a great one to finish off this segment and finish off the show, and it's exemplatory of what exactly this administration is, the goals that they have set forth, and the direction they're going. And next, we're on Breitbart. This is the... Biden's SCOTUS pick has a pattern of letting child porn offenders off the hook, Josh Haley. (laughs) Senator Josh Haley called out President Joe Biden's nominee for United States Supreme Court. Katanji Brown-Jackson for having, quote, a pattern of letting child porn offenders off the hook for their appalling crimes. In a series of tweets detailing Judge Jackson's rulings, interviews, articles, speeches, interviews, articles, and speeches, Holly called attention to the alarming pattern when it comes to Judge Jackson's treatment of sex offenders, especially those preying on children. I've been researching the record of Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, reading her opinions, articles, interviews, and speeches. I've noticed an alarming pattern when it comes to Judge Jackson's treatment of sex offenders, especially those preying on children. Biden nominated Jackson to replace retiring Judge Stephen Breyer last month, fulfilling his campaign promise to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. As far back as her time in law school, Judge Jackson has questioned making convicts register as sex offenders, saying at least a stigmatization and ostracism Howley tweeted, she suggested a public policy is driven by a climate of fear, hatred, and revenge against sex offenders. Holly shared an article penned by Jackson where she wrote, in the current climate of fear, hatred, and revenge associated with the release of convicted sex criminals, courts must be especially attentive to legislative enactments to use public health and safety rhetoric to justify procedures that are in essence punishment and detention. Howley cited cases such as United States versus Shazen, United States versus Cooper, United States versus Dawes, United States versus Sears, and United States versus Stewart as examples of her leniency towards the sentencing of child porn sex offenders. In United States versus Cooper, it was in which the criminal had more than 600 images and videos and posted many on a public blog. The guidelines called for a sentence of 151 through 188 months. Judge Jackson settled on 60 months, the lowest possible sentence allowed by law. In United States versus Downs, the perp posted multiple images to an anonymous instant messaging app, including an image of, of a child under the age of five. The guidelines recommend 70 to 87 months. Judge Jackson gave him the lowest sentence allowed by law, 60 months. Howley sits on the Senate Judiciary Committee where Democrat Senate leader Chuck Schumer said Jackson would have a prompt hearing. Howley said that U.S. Senate's Sentencing Commission has refused to provide the com- committee with all of Jackson's records from her time spent there. The Missouri senator called Jackson's record disturbing and added... Sending child sex predators to jail shouldn't be controversial. He also called out Jackson for wondering if there's a type of less serious child pornography offender. Howley shared a transcript where Jackson said, and so I'm wondering whether you should say that there is, this may be a typo, and so I'm wondering whether you could say that there is, that there could 
be a less serious child pornography offender who is engaging in the type of conduct in the group experience level because the motivation is the challenge or to use the technology. They're very sophisticated technologically, but they aren't necessarily that interested in the pornography piece of it. Okay. Jackson also claims she mistakenly assumed that child pornography offenders are pedophiles in another transcript. Holly shared to Twitter, in every single child porn case for which we can find records, Judge Jackson deviated from the federal sentencing guidelines in favor of child porn offenders, Holly wrote. To the surprise of no one. No. 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 That's what you get when you go ahead and throw out there that first and foremost, it's about diversity, and then it's about your credentials. I, I don't think that, so make no mistake, obviously they were never going to c- pick a conservative black woman, so there was a very specific type of person they were looking for, but not yes. only were we looking for an extreme leftist, but, well, extreme leftists all think like this, and that's one of the things that we keep saying in the show over and over and over. <clears throat> Dude, they're targeting children constantly. Everything they do, the, the, and, like, people say follow the money, follow the connection to children. What on earth is this? You know, so, but all that to say... They picked this woman for a very specific reason because this is the direction they're going. Again, these people are soft on pedophilia now. So that's the direction of the Democrat Party. What would the Democrat Party be without pedophiles right now? What, who would be left if you took all the pedophiles out of the Democrat Party and the Democrat voting block? Who would be left? I can tell you who would be left. Fucking nobody. Oh, you can't sing about it, they'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show. But that's too true for radio.